Lately I've been experiencing what is commonly referred as interrupted sleep pattern. According to Wikipedia, which is open to the general public for editing, this is the definition. Segmented sleep, also known as divided sleep, bimodal sleep pattern, bifurcated sleep, or interrupted sleep, is a polyphasic or biphasic sleep pattern where two or more periods of sleep are punctuated by periods of wakefulness. I know, I know. You're thinking well, of course you are with all the excitement that goes along with the publication of the book of blogs, moderate stage chronic kidney disease this past week and all the celebrations that go along with the holidays. You're right, it is exciting, but that's not the cause of my interrupted sleep. No, it's not worry about my sweet dog's cancer problems, either. She has had three operations and is recovering so well that she doesn't realize she still has an open wound at one of the surgery sites. Well, yes, it is true I have sleep apnea. According to WebMD at http colon slash slash www.webmd.com slash sleep disorders slash sleep apnea slash sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is a serious sleep disorder that occurs when a person's breathing is interrupted during sleep. People with untreated sleep apnea stop breathing repeatedly during their sleep, sometimes hundreds of times. This means the brain, and the rest of the body, may not get enough oxygen. But I also have a mandibular advancement device that treats the problem. This is how the device works as explained at http colon slash slash www.mandibularadvancementsplint.com slash. Mandibular advancement is a simple technique for opening the airway, keeping the palate taut and helping your breath to flow during sleep, thereby preventing snoring and relieving mild to moderate osa. Mandibular advancers work, as the term implies, by advancing the lower mandible forward. This is often done using a malleable mouthpiece that is worn between your upper and lower teeth when sleeping. While I am not specifically endorsing their product, their explanation is clear. Restless leg syndrome? No, I don't have that. But here's what MedicineNet at http colon slash slash www.medicinet.com slash restless underscore leg underscore syndrome slash article.htm has to say about it anyway. Restless leg syndrome, RLS, restless leg syndrome, is a common cause of painful legs. The leg pain of restless leg syndrome typically eases with motion of the legs and becomes more noticeable at rest. Restless leg syndrome also features worsening of symptoms and leg pain during the early evening or later at night. Hmm, I'm pretty careful about sleep hygiene. Let's go to http colon slash slash sleepfoundation.org slash ask the expert slash sleep hygiene for an explanation of just what that is. The most important sleep hygiene measure is to maintain a regular wake and sleep pattern seven days a week. Avoid napping during the day. It can disturb the normal pattern of sleep and wakefulness. Avoid stimulants such as caffeine, nicotine, and alcohol too close to bedtime. Exercise can promote good sleep. Food can be disruptive right before sleep. Ensure adequate exposure to natural light. Establish a regular relaxing bedtime routine. Associate your bed with sleep. Make sure that the sleep environment is pleasant and relaxing. So what is the problem? Surprise, well it was a surprise to me. Chronic kidney disease, even milder degrees of kidney disease could be the cause. This was the headline for a June, 2013, Medscape article about a, then, recent study. Sleep problems common in chronic kidney disease. We've known for a long time that sleep disorders are more common in kidney disease patients than in the general population, Charles Atwood, MD, Associate Director of the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center Sleep Medicine Center in Pennsylvania who wasn't involved in the study, told Medscape Medical News. A lot of studies in the past focused on the dialysis population. 
It seems like this group focused on people with milder degrees of kidney disease and basically found that they also have sleep disorders and I'm not surprised by that, he added. You can read the entire article at http colon slash slash www.medscape.com slash viewarticle slash 805342. By digging deep, far and wide, I finally figured out that toxic waste buildup in our systems, from the imperfect blood filtering by our kidneys, could be the cause of my segmented sleep. I took a comment from one study, a sentence from another, and unilaterally decided this was the reason. I am not a doctor, as I keep saying, and I don't have the facts I'd like to behind this conclusion. It's a good thing I'll be seeing my nephrologist next month because I have loads of questions about whether there is any scientific proof behind my thinking and, if so, what that is. Oddly enough, while I'm concerned about segmented sleeping, there seems to be a movement espousing it as the healthiest way to sleep. This quote from National Post at http colon slash slash life.nationalpost.com slash 2012 slash 07 slash 16 slash rest assured Therese nothing wrong with segmented sleep slash hit the nail on the head for me. So my curiosity was piqued when a recent BBC online story, The Myth of the Eight-Hour Sleep, shone a light on a growing body of research suggesting that segmented sleep is perfectly normal. It appears that in centuries past, and in pre-industrial societies, bedtime has meant falling asleep once, then waking for a while, and then going back to bed for a second sleep. So now I can drive myself nuts wondering whether this segmented sleep is a good thing for a CKD patient or simply wait to speak to Dr. Atala since my usual researching is not helping here. I vote to lay the issue aside until I speak with him. Oh, but I do want to speak with you. To celebrate the publication of my second CKD book, The Book of Blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Amazon.com has been kind enough to allow me to offer the digital copy for 99 cents tomorrow and Wednesday. Get it? Two books, two days. Unfortunately, there wasn't any way to work out offering what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease for 99 cents for the same two days. Wouldn't that have been perfect? Amazon has been terrific about offering free samples of the book, arranging for the look inside feature, and including the book in both Kindle Unlimited and Kindle Owners Lending Library. If you belong to those programs, you can borrow the book for free. Until next week. Keep living your life.